Hello and welcome to this week's Innovation Forum Briefing, our regular guide to what's happening in the world of sustainable business. I'm Ian Welsh. Coming up is some detail about Innovation Forum's Responsible Sourcing and Ethical Trade Conference coming up in London in March. First though, here's my colleague B. Stevenson to talk about some of what's coming up this week. So this week is the World Sustainable Development Summit 2024 and it's being held in New Delhi, India. The WSDS is the annual flagship event of the Energy and Resources Institute, or Terry. It's the only independently convened international summit set in the Global South. The summit seeks to reinforce commitment at all levels to enhance ambition and action to creating a more sustainable and equitable world for present and future generations. And this is actually the 23rd edition. It's taking place on the theme Leadership for Sustainable Development and Climate Justice. So recognising the complex, interconnected nature of the challenges to achieve sustainable development and the importance of everyone working towards creating a sustainable future. Okay, so what will the summit feature then? So in addition to an inaugural speech by the Vice President of India, who is Jagdeep Dankar, the summit will have 11 plenary sessions and it will include high-level sessions on women's leadership, businesses and youth. And there'll be ministers there from Fiji, India, Spain and Sri Lanka speaking. And then as well as stakeholders from the World Bank, the IPCC and the UNEP. A lot of stakeholders from academia and some from business as well. In the past, we've seen various announcements, such as last year, Sri Lanka's announcement of a green transition programme, possibly more big announcements from countries to come. Okay, well, we'll keep an eye on that and report back if there's anything worthy of further comment. What else have we got this week? It's also the first global biodiversity framework fund meeting in Washington, D.C., and that's part of a wider global environment facility council meeting across the week. The Global Biodiversity Framework Fund was ratified and launched at the 7th Assembly of the Global Environmental Facility in August. Two countries announced initial contributions to start the fund, and it included 200 million Canadian dollars from Canada and 10 million pounds from the United Kingdom. And the fund is essentially uniquely dedicated to support the implementation of the Kunming Montreal Global Biodiversity Framework, which we've spoken about a lot, and implementing its goals and targets, really provides an opportunity to receive funding from all sources to quickly disperse it through streamlined procedures, especially with enhanced access for Indigenous peoples and local communities, according to their own priorities. The fund also provides opportunity for a greatly enhanced involvement of multilateral development banks and development finance institutes, which will facilitate the mainstreaming of biodiversity necessary to implement the framework. Okay, so very important work. How will the meeting convene? Generally at GEF meetings, the council, the main governing body of the GEF, which comprises 32 members appointed by constituencies of the member countries, they will meet twice annually and the council develops, adopts and evaluates the operational policies and programmes for their GEF finance activities. This will obviously be the case for this biodiversity fund as well. OK, great to see so much work on biodiversity. Also coming up this week, of course, we have the latest in our webinar series. Exactly. This is a webinar that we're holding in partnership with Agmatics on Thursday at 3pm GMT. It's called Data-Driven Farming, Tools and Technologies for Sustainable Sourcing. Really thinking about the challenges mounting within the food and beverage sector and the need to enhance visibility at the field level, getting that important data, considering that companies are obviously grappling with the complexities of fluctuating crop yields, diminishing soil health, escalating threats posed by pests and diseases, a lot of pressure on farmers and supply chains as well. We're going to be talking about the role of better data and mitigating those risks, how data tools can provide companies with transparent reporting and verification for sustainable sourcing efforts, some examples and case studies of how this is working for the organisations on our panel, 
and how these technologies and approaches can positively impact supply chain management and corporate sustainability goals in the food and beverage sector more generally. So we've got a great panel, haven't we? We have Stacey Cushenberry from Oatly in North America. We have Maurizio Comandone from McCain Foods. And then we have Jonathan Sullivan, who's the Vice President of Sustainability and Business Development at Agmatics. And I actually had a chance to catch up with Jonathan a few days ago to discuss the webinar. Jonathan, I wanted to just ask you why we're convening this discussion together and why it's important for Agmatics. I think the agricultural supply chain is increasingly challenged and complicated space. Stakeholders at all points along the supply chain are faced with a myriad of challenges, climate-related events, land use constraints, increasing global population, evolving social issues, and all the while maintaining economic output to ensure that businesses are sustainable and exist in the long term. At the center of all these issues is data. And I believe by managing it more effectively, we can have an outsized positive effect on all these challenges. By exploring these issues and talking about them, we're really hoping to further explore exactly how, by solving that data complexity, we can address those challenges. What do we prioritize and how do we implement those actions in the right way? How can we collect data that's good quality, but it's not just another impost and another ask on people in the supply chain? So how can we do that efficiently and effectively? Once we have that data, what is it telling us? How can we use machine learning and AI advancements to help with the prescriptions and and the advice and the insights that data gives us so we can actually fix all of these challenges along the way? What are you most looking forward to about the webinar and hoping to get out of it? I think some of those concrete examples of the challenges in the space, while all of the different companies and players in the supply chain have some commonalities, there's also some really interesting approaches and different ways to solve these complex problems. Really looking forward to hearing from the other panelists, what are the specific ways that their companies and organizations are approaching it? And also, what are the questions that the audience and listeners might have, how we can all help to solve these challenges together? We're really looking forward to it too. Thanks, Jonathan. Thank you. Innovation Forum will be back in London for this year's Responsible Sourcing and Ethical Trade Conference on the 20th and 21st of March. Among those already confirmed to appear in conference panel sessions and workshops are senior experts from Unilever, Walmart, Procter & Gamble, Ferraro and Microsoft. The sessions at the event will include perspectives from a survivor of modern slavery, focus on how business can navigate effectively and take up the opportunities from the evolving regulatory environment, and analysis into what good due diligence looks like. We'll have the usual mixture of plenary, breakout and workshop formats and we'll feature our new fourth room format where we have some very off-the-record discussions about some of the really difficult but vital to tackle challenges. Now is a great time to confirm your place as there is a £300 discount on two-day conference passes that will expire at close of business on the 9th of February. There are also partnering and sponsorship opportunities at the event as ever. To find out a bit more about these, I spoke with Gabriela Cuiton from the Innovation Forum Partnerships team. Thinking about the event in March, what partnering opportunities are available? For those that are looking to showcase their expertise, solutions, or highlight a particular project, we still have some partnership opportunities available to enhance your presence both at the event and across our platforms. Last year, this was a sellout event, so this time around, in order to accommodate a broader discussion and wider presence, we have expanded to a bigger venue. This means for the first time, we are able to provide exhibition space for those that are looking to boost their brand awareness and exclusively bring promotional materials. 
All our partners will receive early access to our brand new app, allowing you to connect and easily network with like-minded professionals. For anyone that's interested, please do get in touch to join the likes of KPMG, Peterson, Anthesis, Ergon Associates, Flowset, and more in supporting the discussion on responsible sourcing and ethical trade. Yeah, we've got some really interesting partners this year, really excited to be working with them. I think it's worth saying that Innovation Forum, we do focus on providing bespoke packages for partners so that they are unique opportunities and so that we work with people in very much a bespoke fashion. Thanks very much, Gabby. Thank you, Ian. Full details of how to get involved or to book your conference pass are on the Innovation Forum website. Briefing will be back next week and do look out as ever for the weekly podcast on Thursday. And please do join us on Thursday at 3pm UK time for our Sustainable Agricultural Sourcing webinar. If you can't make it, sign up anyway and we'll get the recordings to your inbox. But that's it for now. I've been Ian Welsh and goodbye.